You're listening to Comedy Central. December 12, 2018. From Comedy Central's World News Headquarters in New York, this is The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, Ears Edition. Trevor Noah, our guest tonight, star of the new movie, second act and international superstar, Jennifer Lopez is here, everybody. And please, please, don't ask her when she's gonna marry me. I told you I'm not ready to settle down. Let's get over it. But first, let's catch up on today's headlines. As we all know, one in three judges in this country is currently working on a case related to Donald Trump. (laughs) But now, some of these cases are finally wrapping up. Today, Michael Cohen, Trump's former lawyer and melting Ray Donovan, was sentenced to three years in prison. And Michael Flynn, Trump's former national security advisor, made an interesting argument for why he shouldn't go to prison at all. Late last night, the lawyers for Michael Flynn, the president's first national security advisor, asked a federal judge to spare him prison time for lying to the FBI back in January of 2017. Flynn's defense team also suggested that the FBI may have duped him into lying when two agents failed to remind Flynn that misleading or lying to investigators is in fact a crime. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Michael Flynn says he didn't know lying to the FBI is a crime. (laughs) And you know what, I I think going forward, everyone working for Trump should just be read their Miranda rights on their first day. (laughs) Just be like, okay, here's your desk, uh, coffee in the kitchen, anything you say can and will be used against you in a court of law, and uh, Fridays are jeans day, have a good time. The question I have is, though, can you, can you, like, really never lie to an FBI agent? Like, that, that's what I wondered when I heard this. Like, like, never. Because what if you're friends with an FBI agent? I feel like that's a lot of pressure, you know? Because <laughs> you'll be like, hey, sorry, Jim, I can't make it to dinner tonight. You'd be like, why not? <laughs> because your wife is annoying as shit? Uh, I wanted to lie, but I don't want to go to jail. <laughs> Moving on. The Trump administration has made so many changes to America over the last two years, right? They've made school lunches unhealthier, uh, they've made air dirtier, they've made prisons whiter, and now (laughs) they're making nuclear waste more approachable. The Trump administration is proposing to reclassify some radioactive waste to make disposal cheaper and easier. Reclassifying high-level radioactive waste could save the agency billions of dollars and decades of cleanup work. Some critics say that's because much of the waste could be left in the ground. Okay, cool. So they're gonna (laughs) loosen nuclear waste regulations. Yeah, that was uh, the top of my list of things wrong with America. Yeah, not enough Godzilla's running around. That's what I was thinking. Like, is it me or does it just seem like the Trump administration gets a lot of policy ideas from the first 10 minutes of disaster movies, right? Like, I wouldn't be surprised if next week Trump tells us that they're breeding super gorillas for Space Force. It's just like, they're smart folks, they're strong, (laughs) and they're gonna keep, we're gonna keep them in cages until they're very angry. What could go wrong? (laughs) So yeah, uh, I, I don't know why they went with this plan. I mean, there's a good chance that Trump made this rule change just so that he can finally get a strong enough tanning bed. We'll see, we'll see. (laughs) Oh, moving on. Here's a headline for you. Porn star gets screwed. 
Adult film star Stormy Daniels today was ordered to pay President Trump nearly $293,000 for legal fees. This is related to her defamation suit against the president, which was tossed out in October. $293,000? How is a porn star gonna pay for that? They can't even afford to pay the pizza delivery guy. That's, that's a lot of money. But you know what, let's, let's, let's run those numbers, let's run those numbers real quick and try and figure this out. So, the way it works out here is, Trump paid Stormy Daniels $130,000 to stay quiet about the alleged affair, minus the $293,000 she has to pay Trump. So in total, huh, Stormy Daniels paid $163,000 to have sex with Donald Trump. Yeah, maybe he is the master deal maker after all, people. <laughs> maybe he is. That's a pretty sweet deal. In fact, in fact, this could be Trump's new plan to fund the border wall. He's just gonna go have sex with everyone in Mexico. He's like, send me down there, folks. I just need two Red Bulls and some Vaseline. We'll get that wall. We're gonna get it. Oh, and uh, finally, finally in headlines, yesterday, Sundar Pichai, the CEO of Google went to Congress to answer questions from lawmakers about some of his company's practices, including whether or not the search engine is rigged. And some of the questions, they didn't seem too tough to answer. Right now, if you Google the word idiot <laughs> under images, a picture of Donald Trump <laughs> comes up. I just did that. How would that happen? How does su search work? so that that would occur. Hmm. Hmm. Why does a picture of Trump come up when I search for idiot? Hmm. Hold on, let me see here. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe because he is. All right, let's move on to our main story. Oh, wow. Why does an idiot... <laughs> you know, sometimes we spend so much covering America's history of racial injustice. We forget where it all began. Europe, the OG of racism. Yeah, if America is Jacquees, Europe is the real king of R&B. <laughs> White people, ask your black friend what that joke means. They'll explain it to you. And right now in Europe, when they're not flipping cars over and setting them on fire, they're having a major debate about what to do with all the art that they borrowed permanently by force from Africa. <laughs> and according to the president of France, it should all be returned. President Emmanuel Macron argues it's unacceptable that around 90% of Africa's artistic heritage is outside Africa and says French law should be changed to make restitution possible. Speaking in Burkina Faso, he said it was wrong for only Europeans and Americans to have access to African art. In five years, he wanted to start the process of temporary or definitive restitution. Yeah. That's pretty amazing. Ah, I think that's pretty amazing, and it's very nice of the French president. Although, although it is gonna be weird when Africa gets all the sculptures back and the Africans are like, wait a second, why do these sculptures smell like cigarettes and threesomes, huh? What's going on here? <laughs> although, honestly, I do think if after profiting off of all of this art for all these years, they're just gonna give it back, I don't think that's enough. I think France should give the art back with interest. Yeah, they should. I think Africa should choose some European art. They should be like, okay, thank you for giving us our art back. We will also take that creepy white lady and the guy with the tiny penis, eh? 
kudos, kudos to Macron. He's doing something. And unfortunately, not everyone in Europe is as remorseful as Macron. In fact, some Europeans in the art world believe that they did Africa a favor by stealing our shit. They became works of art in museums because Europeans said it's, it's art, you know? It's not, it's not from Africa. It was not art. It was meant to, to disappear. It was meant to disappear? <laughs> it was meant to disappear? That is some next level shade. This asshole is saying that when Africans made stuff like this, they didn't know that they were making art. So if this wasn't art, what did Africans think they were making? The world's most uncomfortable butt plug? What were they making? <laughs> and here's another thing. Whether it was art or a table or a piece of trash, it still belongs to Africa. I mean, Europe wouldn't stand for it if the situation was reversed. Africa couldn't get away with taking anything from Europe, even if it was something they didn't want, like Greece. I mean, <laughs> yeah, sure, it doesn't work and it smells like feta cheese, but it still belongs in Europe and they would want it back. <laughs> oh, oh, and then you have the Europeans who say, they wish they could return the art to Africa. They really do. But they just don't think Africa's ready for that kind of responsibility. Western museums have often resisted repatriating art, arguing that they can take better care of it. Returning the objects is possibly a good point. Uh, entering into dialogue is the best thing that we can do. But who are we going to return the objects to? It's one of these things that looks like morally on its face. Give it back to who it belongs. Well, who does it belong to? And it hasn't been in that country for over 100 years. And, you know, look, France built the whole Musée Quai to respect these objects, to preserve them, to show them. Yeah. Yeah, what, how are the Africans going to... You know, this is some sneaky-ass logic, if you think about it. Because their argument is basically, you Africans cannot protect your art. We know that because we stole it from you, huh? <laughs> we took it all. But seriously, though, how dare Europe imply that Africa can't protect its own art? You want to talk security? You guys have a bunch of sleepy museum cops guarding your art. We got lions, bitch, okay? <laughs> we got lions, and those lions will guard that sculpture better than anybody could... Oh, shit, bad Simba! <laughs> Simba, come on! You're holding us back, man. <laughs> now, look, uh, it is true. Africa's museums might not be as modern as Europe's. But if you're that concerned about it, how about just making the museums in Africa better? Take a tiny piece of that sweet colonialism money and build a museum in Africa that you feel confident in, yeah? Why not? We're not too proud to take your money. In fact, you can Venmo it to me directly. I will, I'll pass it along, I promise. But maybe the most insulting solution to this debate is the one that Belgium has decided on. The former Royal Museum of Central Africa in Belgium is reopening amid a storm of controversy. The newly named Africa Museum chronicles the colonial era of the Belgian Congo. It holds one of the world's largest collection of African art. In all other European countries, they simply closed the colonial museums and we decided, no, we're gonna stay here. The museum has chosen to retain the original presentation of exhibits, but explain their historical context. Oh, that's really interesting. So in Belgium, instead of giving the art back, they're gonna keep all of it and then just tell museum visitors that all of the art is stolen. <laughs> Which is really nice because by providing context, they're gonna get the f out of here, man. <laughs> How's that supposed to make us feel better? What is that bullshit? Yeah, we're not gonna give you a shit back. We're just gonna tell the people that it was... You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna book a ticket to Belgium. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go there and I'm gonna steal all their waffles and berets or whatever the f they got over there. And then they're gonna be like, we are Belgium and we want our waffle back. And I'll be like, actually, Belgium, I'm gonna keep this waffle, but I'll tell everyone it was yours. <laughs> we'll be right back.
show. I'm so excited. It's the holiday season, a time that is best spent with family and close friends, which is why to talk about the holidays, we're joined by my close friend, Neil Brennan, everybody. Hey, uh, in the spirit of Christmas, I brought you a gift. That's, that's my book that I gave to you last Christmas. I know. It's great, and I don't want to spoil the ending, but he goes on to host The Daily Show. Wow. Thank you, Neil. You're welcome. Trevor, even though I'm clearly in the Christmas spirit, it turns out not everybody is. Well, parents at a New Jersey school seeing red tonight. They say a substitute teacher was a real Grinch. Angry parents in the city of Montville say the sub told their kids that Santa isn't real. And she didn't stop there. She went on to say that reindeer can't fly and that elves don't exist. The ball humbug behavior was reported to the principal by another adult who happened to be at the room at the same time. The superintendent there confirmed she was fired. Wow, that, <laughs> yo, that, that's horrible. I feel so bad for those kids. I feel bad for the teacher. She shouldn't have been fired. She should have been promoted. Yeah, but, no, I mean, but, but she spoiled Christmas for all of those kids. Shouldn't we let children believe in fantasy and wonder? No, because those kids grow up to be adults who believe in fantasy and wonder. And the world is falling apart because of it. First, it's Santa's real. Then it's climate change is not real. <laughs> then it's vaccines are bad. Now my girlfriend has polio. Thanks, Santa. Wait, your, your girlfriend... Wait, wait, why is it Santa's fault? Santa is the gateway drug to believing lies because they're fun. <laughs> and I'm tired of it. We're up to our necks in bullshit. The world needs more reality. You ready? You ready for some reality? <laughs> All right. Here's some reality. <laughs> Cleanse diets don't work. Lemon juice, honey, and cayenne pepper? That's not a magical elixir. That's prison Gatorade. <laughs> None of these new age remedies are gonna make you live longer. My mom is 85 because of genetics, not because Gwyneth Paltrow taught her how to steam her vagina. <laughs> At least, I don't think, I haven't kept up with my mom's vagina since I moved out. My point is, detoxes don't work, yet they're a billion-dollar industry. Yeah, okay, Neil, Neil, I don't... Who cares if people do a detox once in a while, man? It's not something that's gonna actually come back to hurt them. Okay, you wanna talk about something with consequences? Here we go. Hey, everybody, Alexa is not your friend. <laughs> she transmits everything that happens in your house to Amazon. If you hired a woman named Alexa and she said, to best assist you, I'm gonna record everything you say in private and send it to Jeff Bezos, I'd say to her, hey Alexa, get the f out of my house. <laughs> and yet we're all scarfing up Alexas. Thanks, Santa. Whoa, 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 how is Santa related to Alexa? They're the same thing. Someone we willingly let into our house who knows if we're naughty or nice. <laughs> that's not holiday magic, that's surveillance. Neil, I, I, dude, I feel like you're just ruining everything. Okay, this one's personal, this is for you. Uh, you know how you're always telling me we should go see a movie? There's no reason to go to the movies anymore. But, but some films you need to see on the big screen. No, I can pay $25 to be in a theater or pay nothing and I'm in a theater. 
But there's no popcorn. It's not the same experience. Black people always talking at the movies. Yo, Neil. <laughs> no, man, Neil, come on, dude, no. Like, let, let the people have some fun, man. No, fun is killing the world. Facts only. You ready for some more facts? Yeah. Here's another one. All wine kind of tastes the same. You can pretend there's smokiness or a hint of oak and put it in a sexy glass, but we all know what it tastes like. Old-ass grapes. You know who I blame for that? Here's the hint. He's fat, lives in the Arctic Circle, and doesn't exist. Neil, Neil, Neil. I don't think I can ever have you back on the show at this rate, man. Great, then let's go for broke. Trump's gonna get away with it. This guy is touched by an angel. Boo all you want. He's not gonna get impeached. Listen to me, he figured out a way to cheat on his pregnant wife with a porn star and a playmate, then covered up with hush money in the middle of a presidential election, which he lost by three million votes and still won. <laughs> he's not getting impeached. The only way he's leaving office is if Democrats beat him in 2020. Which brings me to my next stinger. Democrats aren't going to beat him in 2020. Whoa, 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 whoa. Go ahead. Whoa, 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 all you want. But in your heart, you know that Democrats will trip all over themselves and blow it somehow. Neil, why would you say something like that here in front of all these snowflakes? Why, Neil? <laughs> because Republicans buy into their candidate. Show the Republicans any old white man and they're good to go. Democrats are so picky when it comes to presidential candidates. Democrats are like your fussy friend at a restaurant. They got too many questions, too many substitutions. They're like, can I have the fried chicken, but instead of fried, can it be grilled? And instead of chicken, can it be fish? No, then I'm ordering the Jill Stein as a protest order. So let me get this straight. You think all of that will be fixed if we just tell the kids the truth about Santa? Yes, buddy because the truth is always better. Kids, let Uncle Neil chat to you for a minute. <laughs> Santa didn't bring you those gifts. Your parents paid for them. How? By working their fingers to the bone at a job they hate that doesn't pay them enough. So they go into debt to put a smile on your little face. A debt which has compounding interest that they will never truly get out from under. It just grows and grows and grows, weighing them down for their entire life until they f are finally freed from their obligations by the sweet release of death. <laughs> and that, children, is the true meaning of Christmas. Neil Brennan, everyone. We'll be right back. It's not Christmas. My guest tonight is an actor, singer, film and television producer, and fashion designer who stars in the new movie, Second Act. Please welcome global superstar, Jennifer Lopez.
they, they cheer every time, every time I stand up. Welcome back to the show. Welcome. I so good feel to see so you. official at this desk. It does, right? But you, and you've got, you've, got, you've got the suit, you've got the thing. You've I'm got ready. The look. I came dressed like yeah. my business clothes. You look like you're ready to host. I like this. <laughs> uh, welcome back to the show. Thank first you. First things first, congratulations on the new movie, Second Thank Act. You. Can I tell you, what, what was interesting about this movie is I, I didn't know what it was about. I never read reviews. I never. I, so right. I just I watched the movie. And in the beginning, I thought, oh, it's going to be a rom-com. I was like, okay, right. J-Lo, back in a rom-com. And then you're there, you're kissing Milo in the movie. Right. And I was like, okay, this is it. And then, no, it just flips. And it's a right. comedy about a woman who is fighting to, like, reinvent herself. Yeah. Like, it, it's in, not in traditional world. romantic comedy. Right. Where it's like boy meets girl and they have problems and then they get back together. This is, this is more about a woman falling in love with herself and her own life. Right. You know, and realizing that the mistakes she made early on in her life that she hasn't forgiven herself for um, actually lead her to her pur purpose and her and her happiness and her right path. And I think a lot of people can relate to that. Can you relate to that? Yes, absolutely. In, in what way? I mean, I think we all beat ourselves up when we don't... We, we think our lives supposed to be one thing. And you're going along this way. Like, I, you right. know, I was like, oh, I'm going to be a movie actress. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And then, you know, and I make music. And, and then all of a sudden you're like not working. And then they go, well, well, how about you be on American Idol? And you're like, well, that's not what I imagined things to be. But you're like, well, maybe it's supposed to be different than I thought it was. And then turned out to be the best thing that I could have ever done. Right. Whereas everybody else was like, nah, don't do that. I don't know, your career is over. I'm like, no. And so there's different ways to get to where you need to be. That's a small example and a very kind of triumphant one for right. me. But there's been many moments in my life where I was like, you know, struggling and decide, you know, at the point where you're ready to give up. And I think this character in this movie also has, is at that point in her life where she's like, maybe I just... Maybe I'm just not supposed to do this. I don't know. Right. You know? And uh, maybe my life is going to be this. I'm born on this block, and I'm going to die on this block, and that's it. What I, what I also loved about the movie is it's, it's, it's really funny, but there's also this message the whole time, which yeah. is we are not who people think we're supposed to be, you know? Like you, like you said, she's born on this block. And, and in that clip we saw, it's a manager saying, hey, look, I mean, you're good. You know everything. No, you're amazing. You're amazing. But sorry, yes. you don't get the job. Yes, you yeah. don't have the name, you don't have the look, you don't right. have the title. And then when you get that name and look and title, people look at you in a totally different way. Right. Yeah. Did you, have you ever felt that in your world? Is there like, is there like a thing? Have you ever lied? Let me put it that way. <laughs> have you ever lied about something to get something? Like, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, sure. <laughs> have you? Lied on my eight by ten resumes, like you know they had that place where you wrote special skills. What were your special I don't skills? Know you, I mean, skydiving. Like I put anything. <laughs> I, I remember, like I, I auditioned for this like Olympic commercial when right. I was first starting out, and I was like, God, I gotta work. I gotta get something. And I was super young, and and um, I remember I came in that day and I was on fire, like in my audition. I was like, blah 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 blah, whatever. And I walked out, and I knew it went well. And right as I walk out. They say to me, and the camera was rolling, they say, by the way, do you know how to do a trampoline? Can you do acrobatics and things like that? I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I get the job, and then I go to Canada to shoot this Olympic commercial, and, of course, the trampolines, they're like, ready for the trampoline? I'm like, yes, and I get on it, and I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> and it's like... And they're like... And Yeah, luckily the producers like fell in love with me and I loved them and they were like, wow, so you know how to do the trampoline, huh? I was like, yeah. 
the, 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 the chemistry you have on camera uh, with Leah Remini oh is, my God. is phenomenal. Are you, are you guys real-life friends? We're real-life best friends. Because there's a scene where you, you're slapping each other. And she's right? slapping me. Yeah, but you slap her afterwards. But I, like, I had to. I, I what if somebody slapped you four times? What are you I genuinely do? didn't know if that was in the script or not. No, it was not in the script. You know, one of the thing, great things about doing this movie and doing it with Leah is that if I felt like if we could capture our relationship, because we're real friends. Right. Like, for real, like lifers, right? And so, you know, we laugh. She, she makes me laugh like nobody else. We cry together. We've been through hard times. We we call each other on our bullshit. You know right. what I mean? Like, we're real friends. And uh, in that scene, it was specifically, you know, we were trying to bring all the real stuff we could to the roles. And she was like, you know how I do that thing? I'm about to pump you up to go over to this guy. She goes, I'm going to do the thing I do before your shows where I go, who's the champ? And I go... Okay, yeah, yeah, do that, do that. She goes, I'm like, who's the champ? And you say, I'm the champ. I was like, okay, cool. She does it, and in the first take, she starts slapping me. She's like, who's the champ? And, you know, I'm playing it like I don't know what she's doing. I'm like, uh, what? And she goes, who's the champ? Come on, I'm the champ. And she starts slapping me. Right. And I'm like, okay, I'm just going to go with this. By the fourth time, I was just like, boom, stop. <laughs> <laughs> enough, enough with the slapping here. This but it was like... a lot of fun, because that's the type of things that we could do. Right. And the whole, the whole movie carries that theme. It's uh, a woman who's rediscovering herself, moving into a new world, and it feels like Jennifer Lopez is doing the same thing because on the same day that the movie's dropping, you have a music video dropping for Limitless. I do. And is it true this is your first time directing? Yes, it was. It was. It was a first... Yes, I'm so <laughs> soon. Thank you. Me. Right. It was a big deal for me, yeah. And you, you, so you get, you decide, okay, I'm gonna direct the music video. I'm in the music video, and your daughter's in it as well. I did. I put my daughter in it. I didn't want to put my daughter in it. My daughter's name is Emmy, and she's an angel. Okay, <laughs> drop down from heaven. <laughs> and she, um, she's like, mom, I want to do it. She knew I had to have a little girl in the video. And when you see the video, you'll see it's, it's, it's about you know, struggling. Being born a woman, like, you have an uphill battle right away. Right. You're not a man, you're, you're struggling a little bit. And I wanted to kind of personify that little girl inside all of us who's always kind of fighting with you every day, even when you're my age, right? And she, she knew I was doing that, and she was like, mommy, I can do it. And I was like, God, I don't want her to do this. The hours are gonna be long. I'm directing for the first time. I'm gonna have to push her. What if she's not good? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I had all this stuff running through my head. And when I tell you, I die. She was so amazing. And I, I, I get goosies right now thinking about it. She just, it, it's such a beautiful thing that we got to do that together. And that it was my first directing experience. And, and the song written by Sia is amazing. <laughs> I'm excited for you. Thank you. You know, I'm excited because it's weird. Every single time <laughs> you come here, there is something new that you're looking forward to. You bring a light with you. You bring an energy. And uh, I'm excited to see what the, the next Thank journey... You. You're going to be... You know what? You're going to be directing your next movie that you act in and write and do the CGI for and the, right. tram and the trampoline stunts. You're going to be doing that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jennifer Lopez, <laughs> trampoline <laughs> stunts as well. Yes. Jennifer Lopez, everybody. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming back. December 21st. The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, Ears Edition. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central and the Comedy Central app. Watch full episodes and videos at thedailyshow.com. 
follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and subscribe to The Daily Show on YouTube for exclusive content and more. This has been a Comedy Central podcast.